Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones. Welcome to the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Ollie Bridge is head of marketing and growth at Bonjoro, a company that created an app that is changing the way businesses communicate with customers by enabling them to send highly personal and perfectly timed video messages to better convert, onboard, and support customers. UK-based, Ollie is an entrepreneur and market strategist and researcher who has founded and helped launch numerous startups and is an expert in boosting sales and busting churn. Welcome to Integrate and Ignite, Ollie. Thanks, Laurie. Uh, delighted to be here and uh, share what I know about video with your uh, audience. Well, I tell you, there's a lot to know, and there's so many fantastic things that our audience needs to know about really how we can convert people through the sales channel by using video at really each and every touch point. Before we get there, though, tell us a little bit more about you and really the journey that you've had with this incredible new tech product. I've been in the software world for about 15 years. I was pretty lucky. The first company I joined was a company in the UK here called Gorkana. And when I joined, they were about sort of five years into the journey. It was about 70 people and they did really well. And they sold the business. The two founders sold the business for you know, a good amount of money. I think it's about 25, 30 million. So like early on in my career, I got exposure to really how to build a great startup and like make it through to a successful exit. So yeah, I sort of took some of those sort of fundamentals and learnings on, started a couple of my own businesses that that went okay, but I didn't quite make it to sort of that breakthrough point. But along the way, and this was, I guess, by 2015-16, I'd come across uh, the founder of the company that I'm at now, Bonjuro, a guy called Matt Barnett. And he'd sort of seen what I was up to. He was actually a mentor of mine at the time. He'd seen I got that sort of entrepreneurial grit <laughs> enough to sort of do what needed to be done at Bonjuro. And he invited me over to, to head up the marketing at Bonjuro. And since then, so it was 2016, we've been growing really well. And the market just seems to really be liking what we're up to. So uh, between 2016 and now, we've, we're up to about 50,000 users of the product. People are seeing like really great value from using video with their customers. So yeah, really, really cool journey. And I'm, I'm just loving where I'm at right now with Bonjour. Well, I love it. And one thing, if, if you could do for our audience, let's set the stage here on how video as a part of a sales and marketing funnel can create conversions. You can have several different types of conversions defined. It could be onboarding a new customer. It could be an inbound lead. It could be, you know, reducing demo no-shows. It could be case studies, thanking buyers, following up with webinar, you know, VIPs, upselling. There's so many different ways to convert within a sales funnel. So many different tactics and strategies to deploy. Talk to us big picture, though, on why people need to consider video within their sales and marketing funnel. Yeah, absolutely. The first thing I'd say is there's been a big shift. And the shift has really been away from like video hosting and like highly polished video. You know, need to spend a lot of money and get it just right. And that really being the domain of marketers and the marketing department in a business. And actually towards and what I'm going to talk about today and what Bonjoro is about is personal video. So recording personalized videos for specific customers. And that shift is really about like everyone in an organization and any business person, any entrepreneur, any online coach, whatever it might be, being able to use video in their funnels. And for me, there are different 
points you can use it. And you know, when I talk about one-to-one and personal video, for me, it's this sort of high-touch piece where you really want to show that lead or that customer that you care. So you've taken the time to record something personal for them. And the beauty of doing something like that is that it's really about driving action. So the fact that you've taken that time and that customer has got this personalized video dropping into their email inbox or wherever it might be that you shared it, they're going to be more likely to trust you and more likely to respond. It's, it's that whole sort of law of reciprocation in action. So, you know, I always split it out into, let's talk about personal videos being this high touch. It's not really for the transactional stuff in this automated way with your marketing automation. But when you want to drive action, start leaning into things like personal video. And I think what's important here is the word authenticity, right? On a few different levels. It's a very authentic way of speaking to someone, you know, especially in the day of Zoom, which we're all living in. It really provides an added touch of authenticity, which is very important. The flip side of that is quite often people can come across as non-authentic based on the words they choose, you know, just an air about them. So really keeping both of those points top of mind, I think are very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. When I talk about personalized video, if you sometimes break down the components of a personalized video, so let's take an example. Say you're a photographer and you get an inquiry into your website and someone maybe wants to work for you. They want you to be their wedding photographer. Not a lot of weddings going on at the moment, but you see what I mean? Something you can do, you know, you could send an email back to them, but why not send a personalized video? And in that personalized video, you know, use like your subject line could make it really obvious that this thing is just for them. So you could have something like, hey, and then their name, I recorded a personal video for you. And you know, immediately in their inbox, they're looking at that and thinking, oh, okay, that's interesting. I've got all these other sort of marketing type emails coming in, but this one looks different. Someone's telling me they've recorded a video for me. And then your thumbnail of that video in their inbox might be you smiling and waving and you look relaxed and a bit more in your own sort of natural context rather than being this sort of very sort of business transactional thing. And then in your video, you can really lean into being like highly personal with them in terms of like calling out the context of, you know, maybe they've left a bit more information about their wedding and you can talk to that. So it doesn't feel like this really transactional thing that I think sometimes email marketing can turn it into feeling like a marketing thing, whereas this is a human thing. It's like a relationships driven thing that you can start. Yeah. So give us, you know, just the one, two, three punch here. The upside statistically on video and technologies, give us the upside of how ultimately tools such as Bonjoro can really help the analytics. Um, How many more business deals are closed because of video at this stage of the sales cycle? Okay, yeah. So it would break down into different parts of the cycle. So you talked a bit about it at the top of the show. So there will be sort of like conversion parts of the cycle. There'll be onboarding, but also retention pieces. And I'll give you an example from one of our customers. We've been doing a lot of case studies here recently. I think we've done over 30 or 40 in the last year. And I spoke to a lady called Tracy who runs a company called Video Script Success. And essentially her funnel in the last few years, it's been the same funnel. Anybody that downloads that lead magnet, she will go to them with an email, or she used to go to them with an email and invite them to her private Facebook community. And then in her private Facebook community, that's where she would be nurturing her leads to then come and try and convince them to buy one of her sort of courses around being successful with video. So the simple change and just a quick pivot, all she did 
was instead of sending an email to invite people to her private community, she started sending personal videos. Mm. And in terms of data and numbers, she saw a big lift. So she went from getting 7% of everybody that downloaded her lead magnet into her Facebook community to getting 55% of people that downloaded her lead magnet into her Facebook community. So the sort of lift we're talking about, if you use it in the right points in the funnel, can be like really dramatic. I think that's fantastic. And that's what we're talking about here. We're providing our audience today insight as to what they can do to help sell more product or more uh, solutions to more people more often, right? Something that we at Avocet talk uh, quite a bit about. So we're going to dive in now to really the approach And we're going to focus on a few of those things that you just mentioned. We're going to focus on conversion tactics, activation tactics, and growth tactics that you today, listeners, can consider implementing in your own organization. Okay, conversion tactics. So conversion is like the simple one. It's it's really, for me, it's the bread and butter of personal video. So it's just, if you've got any sort of lead generating funnel set up, just try putting in a personalized video where you are responding to that customer in a much more one-to-one and personal way. And the beauty of not to get, I don't want to go sort of too deep into the feature set of our products, but with Bonjour, you can see like the content, you can pull over like information from your own CRM into Bonjour so you can see that information when you're recording your videos. So really what you want to do is get away from just this sort of cookie cutter, like, hey, I see you downloaded my lead magnet too. If you're capturing any more information, how can you actually speak to that person's specific context to then get them to convert. And one of the beautiful things about video is that you can add call to actions to your video. So if you're looking to drive action from the person you're speaking to, you know, there's a simple next step. So it might be, you know, book a meeting with me. Uh, it might be something like book a demo. And you can have that button on your video and you can actually you know, say, by the way, if you're interested and you want to hop on a call, click on the button right there and just lock in 30 minutes in my diary. So it's as simple as that. And, and, and really, you know, you don't need to get sort of too crazy with it. You know, I spoke to a, a company recently who does a lot of online launches. They used Bonjuro last year to launch one of their new courses. And basically, they just took all of their existing list that they knew would be probably likely to buy from them at some point, who they maybe had bought from them before. And they went out to them. They, I think their launches usually make about $350,000. And they made an extra $380,000 this year with their launch just by That's using personal video to try and engage the people on their list. That's a good analytic there, friends. I tell you you know, over 100% increase in revenue. It's important. And again, I think a lot of it has to do with that authenticity and interest and really sophistication. Typing an email is so much easier than taping a quick video, even though you can do it, you know, download the app, do it right from your computer. I think I speak better than I do typing sometimes. So to me, it would be an obvious thing for us to implement. But again, when you're typing and seeing words versus seeing, you know, the imagery and hearing, you use more of, you know, all of those senses that ultimately create a good or bad feeling about a product, a brand, you know, a person. And I think that's where video works so well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, we've gone past the whole F name thing, like everybody knows that their name is just inserted in the emails, but you can't fake that on video. So that sort of the inability to fake this thing wins you so much trust and really can develop those relationships. And and all you need really, and all anybody wants from sending an email or a video email is to get a reply or to get someone to click on a button or take that next step. And video is really good for that. And I'll talk about activation in a minute and other ways you can sort of engineer this stuff. 
Yeah, which is a great segue into point number two here, which is activation. And really what we're also doing, so we're talking about conversion, activation, and growth tactics, but we're also delineating between high touch, which is conversion, medium touch, which is activation, and low touch, which is growth. Give us a quick overview of that conceptually for us. Okay, yeah, the touch thing is actually so slightly different. To that. So the high, medium, and low, really this is me in terms of like a mental model for if anybody listening thinking, what types of video should I use? For me, it's like high touch, and I talked about this a little bit earlier, is personal video. So that's when mm-hmm. you want to drive action or get a response. So that's really where I think like lean into personal video. Medium touch is more if you want to sort of update customers or you want to educate them. I tend to lean into more stuff like a screen recorder or like short videos that you might broadcast to more people on your list. So it doesn't have to be that sort of hyper-personal thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can use like a screen recording tool for that. And when I talk about low touch, I'm thinking more the sort of transactional stuff. So don't worry too much about video there. So you can lean more into your sort of marketing automation tools on that side. So for me, that's just a way of thinking. Imagine you're, you're trying to get a customer to take action or you really want to reply or you really want them to buy something or sign up to something, and you're leaning into something that's automated, it's like, take a step back, go back to the drawing board and think, am I thinking about this in the right way? Am I using the right sort of tools? And I would say, if you're trying to get someone to drive action, start to move and think about stuff more like personal video. I love that. Thank you very much for clarifying and providing you know, a little bit more insight there. So activation, which you're educating on a deeper level than we might at the conversion high touch side. Talk to us about that. So activation for me and my experience of activation working in software companies is very much around sort of reverse engineering what makes the most successful customer. So something we do, and I I know this can translate into pretty much any space, whether you operate in e-commerce or online coaching or online courses, or you're a creator of any kind is look at what makes a really great customer. So for us at Bonjour, I'll just give a very quick example. A great lead for us is someone that connects Bonjour to their email tool. So they connect their domain, they send 15 videos in their trial, and they also create like a branded template. You can brand your videos on Bonjour and like add call to actions. So that's a really great lead for us. So something we do in every video we send to a new lead is to say, by the way, the three things that you should do right now as you get going are one, two, and three. And it's those three things I just told you. So when I think about activation, go to like look at your data set, look at your customers, and think, okay, what things did they do that took them to that point? And when I'm welcoming new customers or I'm creating my onboarding emails or my personalized onboarding videos, whatever you lean into, try and signpost them to those specific things. So you know, for me, that's like a really simple way of looking at activation. And you know, I see, I would say this kind of work at Bonjour, but personal video is a really sort of beautiful and simple and easy way to signpost people towards those things. So again, like I said, we will send a personal video to everyone that goes into our free trial. And we'll say, by the way, click on the button. It'll take you through and it'll tell you about these three things you should do. And then we have a landing page, which explains in more detail those three first steps that we want every customer to take. So I think activation really is is best thought of as a a bit of a reverse engineering process of your best customers. Yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, growth is something that we're all very, very interested in. I don't know many brands out there that don't want to grow on some level. And, you know, whether that be through client base or referrals, the growth tactics and, and really this transactional piece of how we can use video 
can be very, very effective. Yeah, absolutely. So growth is, I think it's the most neglected part of the funnel. So when I talk about growth, I'm thinking about sort of after the sale, like you've got someone in the door and they've bought a product from you, they're your customer and they're using your products. But, you know, six months might go by, a year might go by, and you're sort of sat there trying to get new customers and thinking, what do I do with my existing customers? Like, what should I be doing to engage them or delight them or get them bringing me other customers? And for me, personal video is a really good one for that because there's lots of stuff you can be doing. So you mentioned it at the start of the show, case studies. I think case studies are maybe too far to say they're the sort of lifeblood of every business, but they're really important to your sort of top of funnel, conversion funnel. And actually, it's your existing customers that are going to give you those. So as an example, you know, how about going out to your existing customers and engaging them with a personal video to invite them to a 30-minute call with you where you can then create a case study off the back of that. You know, it just shows that like taking a little bit of extra time and doing it in a personal way, you're going to get way more responses. And I, I think I mentioned before, we've got about 30, 40 case studies last year, and that all came from engaging our own customers with personalized videos and saying, we've seen the success you've had with our product. We'd love to jump on a personal call with you. And if you do that in an automated way, you just lean into marketing automation tool and just you know, have emails pinging out, asking people or pinging out surveys, you're going to get a much lower response rate. You know, other stuff you can do on the on the growth side is like cancellation surveys. Like, there's a lot of insight you can get from people as well. So, you know, if you're sending, like, if someone stops using your product and they churn, you need to be using that information to make your product better for other customers in the future, so you can grow your business. You know, so why not send a personal video rather than just this automated thing that no one ever fills out? So there's, there's lots of things that I, I created a whole playbook around all these tactics, and there's tons and tons of different sort of growth funnels that, that I call them that I put into that playbook, the video funnel playbook that I created last year. You know, something that I think is really important here is, you know, you talk about case studies and just had this conversation a week ago with a client and that we're just onboarding them. And they have a lot of quote unquote testimonials on their website, but they're not believable because they kind of sound can to begin with. But number two, they don't have the correct visual and, and they say customer in New Hampshire you know, anyone can see right through that, you know, a customer buying looks at that and they think, okay, this is not authentic. This is not real. And immediately they have a negative reaction toward the brand video totally pushes that potential negative aside. Yeah, absolutely. We're a video company. So we try and lean into video case studies and every case study we have on our site will always have like a video element to it. And I, I see it a lot more now, like with when I go on Facebook, I see lots of people are getting better at leaning into this video thing. You know, a simple thing you can do is just make sure when you jump on that call or arrange a call to talk about your customer success, ask them if you're able to record it, record it in the right sort of gallery view. So you've got both of you on there and you can then break that video up into little snippets you can share on all your different social media channels, as well as getting like a written case study out of it. And the fact that you've recorded that call where there's sort of no way you can fake that piece you've got a really authentic case study that you can use easily on your site. So I do think video is an amazing way to get good case studies, but also an amazing like medium for those case studies on your site. You briefly um, mentioned this, but I think it's worth talking a little bit more deeply about this is a way in which we simplify the video process and we really can automate it, right? But it does not mean that the relationship piece of it or the personalization should be pushed aside 
So we've really established, you know, some of the great tactics involved in reaching an audience and getting them to convert. But let's talk more specifically about what makes a great video. So I'm going to talk to what makes a great personal video. It's what we do here at Bonjour and you know, what we've been talking a lot about on this podcast. So for me, there are three components to like a, a video and we can keep it quite simple. So subject line is the first one. And it's really interesting. I did a study of all of our data. Like, I think it's about 2 million videos, personal videos sent with Bonjour last year. And I looked through all of the data at the top 10 subject lines. And a lot of the rules that apply to like top subject lines in the sort of marketing world, email marketing, don't apply to personal uh, video. Yeah. So it's really interesting. It's totally different. Something you want to do with your subject line when you're sending a video is make it very clear that it's like three things, basically. One, that it's a video. <laughs> Two, that it's personal. And three, that it's just for the person that's getting it. Mm. So when you think about your subject line, write something like this. When you're sending a personalized video, something like, here's a personal video I recorded for you, and their name. Like you could use like the F name to insert their name in the, in the subject line. That's going to land in someone's inbox, catch their eye, and it's going to look completely different to everything else that's sitting in the inbox because it's not trying to do that whole like clickbaity sort of marketing thing. And anybody that looks at that, it'd be weird if they didn't open your email and look at that video. You know, who's going to ignore a video that's personally recorded just for them? Like they're not going to do it. They're going to want to know what's inside it. So that's the one thing. Subject lines have a slightly different rule book. There's a blog on our site you can look up about this, the top 10 uh, personal video subject lines. Great. The second part to every video is a thumbnail. So you imagine this thing is going to maybe land in their email inbox or it's going to be in their LinkedIn messaging inbox. There's going to be a thumbnail there. And something you want to do is just create that sort of friendly vibe. You want to make sure they feel comfortable clicking that thing. So we always just recommend three simple things, a smile, a wave. So you get your sort of hand into the thumbnail and you can practice this a little bit. It just works well. And we've looked at a date and we get much better click-through rates. But also you can experiment with things like maybe taking a whiteboard and writing the person's name on the whiteboard. And that's, again, that's like really proving to the recipient that this is definitely a video that's for them. So looking right. at the thumbnail, their names on it, and they're like, okay, this is fundamentally definitely for me. I'm going to have a look at this because it's certainly not going to be a canned thing. The last piece of any video is how you say it. So I'd say don't script. What I tend to do, I always say, make sure you get their name in straight away. So it's like, hey, Laurie, I recorded a personal video for you. I wanted to reach out. And then I say something like, I wanted to reach out and share three quick things or tell you two things or I'll tell them how many things I'm going to take them through in the video and tell them how long it's going to take. So I wanted just to reach out and share three quick things with you. It'll only take a minute of your time. And then they know like what the video is about and you know they're going to stick with it. And then you can go through and you've then got a bit more of a roadmap of your video. So you can lean into those three things. But the final thing you always must do with a video is to use a call to action. Yeah. So you've taken the time to record this in personally. So then at the end of the video, you've got this like versus an email, a normal email. You've got this really great opportunity to actually tell the person to do the thing. So it can be, you know, reply to me. Or it can be click on that button and book a call. Or it can be click on the button and join my Facebook community. I'd love to see you in there. So something like that, you've got a really great opportunity to use your call to action. So for me, those are the three, you know, you don't need to overcomplicate it. They're the three components of a great personal video. Now, I think it's great insight. You know, I'm looking at some stats here that one of our team members provided us, you know, just kind of in preparation for the show today. 
And if video and text are both available on the same page, 72% of people will watch the video to learn about the product, engage with the individual that they're sending it to, rather than read the text. This is by HubSpot, a couple of years old, 2018. I would imagine the numbers just increased since then. But that is very, very compelling. Yeah, absolutely. There are so many different parts of video. I think like people have talked a lot about the sort of psychological elements of a video and the sort of human behavior and, and why people engage with them more. It's interesting. When I was like first joining the business, it's actually about customer delight, but I was trying to tie in like why video delighted people. And I came across this whole sort of scientific theory around this part of your brain that responds to the when someone says your, your name or when they, like say you're at a cocktail party, you might've heard this stuff before, but you're in a conversation, someone like over the other side of the room says like a Netflix show that you've been watching. Immediately you're like, ear, you tune in, like your conscious brain tunes in. And it's very much like video is driven by that same sort of response. And it's interesting, like when you send someone a video and you've got that opportunity to say their name or smile and wave or write their name on a whiteboard, you're really tapping into all of those same sort of like cues that get you access to really a different part of their brain it's not this passive part that they might sort of run and through their day and it's a really sort of active part and that's the beauty of it. and it's why i always say this sort of actionable piece like video is great for driving action because you've been allowed in they've given you sort of that permission and they've allowed you into their sort of conscious brain and when you've got that you've got much bigger opportunity to really sort of build that relationship with them Yeah, I think it's great. And at the end of the day, it's all about breaking the barriers and video personalization is definitely a way to make that happen and sell more product to more people more often. Ollie Bridge, thank you so much for your appearance on the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Thanks so much, Laurie. Really enjoyed it and uh, really hope your audience get a lot of value and, and start to use video themselves. That's great. Thanks so much, Ollie. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avocetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.